What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Sports Talk Buffalo. I'm your host, Drew. With the fairly recent news of UConn leaving the American Athletic Conference and rejoining the Big East, I thought it would be fun to talk about some of the pros and cons of UB potentially replacing UConn in the American Athletic Conference. So stick around and let's have some fun. Before we jump into this week's show, I just want to take a time out to say thank you to everyone who has continuously listened to me week after week since the beginning of this podcast. We have grown slowly but surely, and for that, I thank you. Now let's keep the ball rolling and this podcast growing by you sharing me with your friends and family, your coworkers, or just anybody that you know that likes to listen to sports talk about Buffalo. Let them know you can hear me on any of the major podcasting websites, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and of course, right here on Anchor. They can also follow me on Twitter at SportsTalkBuffalo716. Again, thank you for all the support. Now let's jump right into the episode. All right, let's kick off the show as we always do with some top stories from around sports. In the NFL, Chargers running back Melvin Gordon asks for a trade after a brief holdout. It's being reported that Gordon is asking for at least $10 million a year, and it seems at least at this point that the Chargers are unwilling to pay him that amount of money. Also in the NFL, the New Orleans Saints reach a new mega deal with wide receiver Michael Thomas. The contract extension is five years, $100 million, with $61 million guaranteed, which makes him the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL. Also in the NFL, our Buffalo Bills placed center Mitch Morris in concussion protocol on Tuesday. They said the concussion occurred during Saturday's practice, but his symptoms were not immediately discernible. Morris is the league's highest paid center after agreeing to a four-year, $44.5 million contract with the Bills. Moving forward in the NFL, Cincinnati Bengals star wide receiver A.J. Green is likely to miss multiple games after undergoing ankle surgery. Green was carted off during the team's first practice of the preseason. In the NHL, the Colorado Avalanche have signed defenseman Samuel Girard to a seven-year contract worth $5 million per year. Girard had four goals and 23 assists while appearing in all 82 games last season. Also in the NHL, the Minnesota Wild fired GM Paul Fenton less than 15 months after hiring him. It was said, it was just a feeling that we didn't have the right leader for our organization. Also in the NHL, the New Jersey Devils acquired Nikita Gusev on Monday from Vegas in exchange for a third-round pick in 2020 and a second-round pick in 2021. After being traded, Gusev signed a two-year deal worth $4.5 million. Gusev, 27, has yet to appear in an NHL game, but has totaled 332 points in 391 games in the KHL. That's going to do it for top stories in this week's episode. Stick around as we talk about the potential pros and cons of UB replacing UConn in the American Athletic Conference. (music) 
All right, welcome to episode 27 of Sports Talk Buffalo. Let's jump right into things. I seen the news a couple of weeks ago that UConn has decided to leave the American Athletic Conference. And the news was kind of a, apparently kind of a shock to everyone, uh, including the conference itself, but they did grant UConn the right to leave. UConn did and does have to pay uh, $17 million as an exit fee to leave the American Athletic Conference so that they can rejoin the Big East. Now, a lot of different schools have been mentioned to potentially replace UConn, and a name that has actually been thrown in there is the University at Buffalo. Now, my question is, should the University at Buffalo give serious consideration to leaving the Mid-American Conference and joining the American Athletic Conference? As you know, it is widely considered that the American Athletic Conference is the best of the non-Power 5 conferences when it comes to football. But what a lot of people probably don't know is that it is also considered a high major when it comes to basketball. Obviously, those are two of the biggest sports that UB has at their school right now. They have spent a lot of money and a lot of time building these programs up. And the question is, is now the right time for UB to make that move and jump up in competition and go to a better conference where they could potentially have big-time college sports in Western New York? Obviously, the basketball team is coming off of a historic season, one in which saw them win 30-plus games and break the Mid-American Conference uh, record four wins in a year. I believe UB had 32 wins this past year, which is incredibly impressive, and ended up getting their coach, uh, Nate Oates, hired by Alabama Crimson Tide to turn their program around. And also, the UB Bulls football program had a historic season themselves. No, they didn't win the MAC championship, and no, they still have yet to win a bowl game since joining the FBS in 1999. But in terms of wins and losses, at 10 wins, UB had their, their most successful season in football program history. Should we capitalize on the momentum that this these programs are building and put in a bid to join the American Athletic Conference and take that next step up in competition. Because not only will, will it be a, a major step up in competition for the football team, but it will be a pretty big step up in competition for the basketball team. Now, let's look at some reasons why I think UB should give serious consideration to leaving the MAC conference and joining the AAC. The first is to play teams of a higher caliber, to get better bowl games for the football team, to get more national recognition for the football team. Another reason is to potentially help recruiting for the football team. If they're playing better competition, and there's a better chance that these guys could go to the NFL, more players are going to want to come up to Buffalo and be a part of this program. 
Same thing goes with the basketball team. The basketball team has had less trouble over the course of the last six years or so since they've gone on this this very historic uh, time period in Buffalo basketball. They have had less trouble recruiting. They've actually had a couple of four-star recruits, and they still have some of the highest recruits they have ever had in the history of their program playing for the team right now, even after their historic season. They still have two of the top three most highly recruited players they've ever had uh, playing this year, and both of them are only going to be sophomores. But like I was saying, in terms of helping recruiting, UB at this point in terms of skill positions and all positions really, they're getting pretty decent recruits, low to mid three-star recruits. All of this is, of course, according to 247sports.com. UB ranked this past year as 106th in the nation in terms of their recruiting uh, class. To counter that, UCF is ranked 59, and Cincinnati was ranked 79. So look at the jump in terms of talent that you're able to bring in by just joining a conference with a little bit of a better reputation than the Mid-American Conference. As I was saying before, also more national exposure. Sometimes recruiting is just about exposure. 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 You look at the University at Buffalo program in terms of their basketball, and before guys like C.J. Massenberg came to Buffalo, they didn't even know that UB had a basketball team. We're recruiting guys who had no idea where Buffalo was, what they were doing, how good their program was. And now that we've had back-to-back tournament NCAA tournament wins, where we've gone to the round of 32, we've won three of the last four Mid-American Conference championships, and we set a record in terms of wins by a MAC team. And not only that, but we're getting guys to actually have some serious NBA consideration out of that program. More players want to come here and play. The same thing can be done with the Buffalo Bulls football team. The more national exposure they have, the the higher, the better and the higher recruits are going to want to start coming here. And that also has an effect on fan base. You look at the fan base. This past year, uh, when they were talking about UB being a serious, uh, in serious contention for po- uh, possibly being ranked for the first time in their football team's history, playing against uh, Army. I mean, they laid a huge egg. Don't get me wrong. I was at that game. They laid a huge egg. But going to that game, there was probably 23,000 people there, which doesn't sound like a lot of people in the grand scheme of things. But when your stadium only holds 25,013, that's a big deal. That is almost a sellout. And that is a huge thing for a team that has struggled to get the stands filled. Now, of course, winning has a lot to do with it. If the Bulls continue to win at the pace that they're winning, 8, 9, 10, 11 wins, then of course those stands are going to consistently be filled up. Not only that, but you're going to attract 
guys who have uh, NFL aspirations and NFL talent to come to Buffalo, which in turn is going to want to make people sit in those seats and watch these games. Another reason why you would want to make the switch is because the MAC conference plays a lot of games on days like Tuesdays and Fridays. Now, being from Buffalo and having gone to a game on a Tuesday at 9 o'clock at night when it's negative 10 degrees, it's not a, it's not necessarily the most fun experience, and it is reflected in the stands. There was maybe 4,000 people in, all, in the entire stadium that night, and that was when the, the UB Bulls were actually kind of decent. They went 6-6 six and six that year. They were bowl eligible. But this past year, when they play games in the afternoon, they don't necessarily play games on a, you know at 9 o'clock at night on a, on a Tuesday or a Thursday when it's freezing cold. When they're able to play games in the afternoon on a Saturday when it's 12 o'clock and the, you know, the temperature is still freezing but it's not negative 10, more people are going to want to go to those games. Now again... They have poured a lot of money into the football program, but it's still not up to the standards of a lot of the other programs at the level in places like the American Athletic Conference. Another reason to join the conference is a bigger television deal. The AAC just signed, as of March, a 12-year deal with... ESPN worth $1 billion. That's billion with a B. Now, of course, with UConn backing out, they are probably going to restructure that deal and possibly offer less money. And whoever they get to replace UConn also has an effect on it. But you look at that television money and you're able to do more things with the football program if you're able to to bring in the dollars like that, you're able to recruit uh, in further places, you're able to recruit further away, you're able to dump more money into the football program, into the basketball program, and that money trickles down into the other things like the track and field, the women's soccer team, and things like that. So that money, it's like a trickle-down effect. It all trickles down into the smaller programs, it gives them better facilities to <clears throat> to use, pardon me, and things like that. Another reason why I think that they should join the AAC is because this could potentially be the chance for UB to bring big-time college football to Western New York. Who wouldn't want to go to a game where UCF came to Buffalo, where Temple came to Buffalo, Cincinnati, USF, Houston, Memphis, all these teams are very, very good football programs. And who wouldn't want to go to a game and sit and and watch all these future NFLers play right here in Buffalo? I know a lot of people would, it could potentially become one of the hottest tickets in town, much like the UB basketball tickets were this past season. Now, those are some of the reasons that you should join the AAC. Here's in my opinion, some reasons why you should stay in the MAC. After two historic seasons, basketball and football, 
are they ready to jump up to that level of competition? The football team, it it might be, depending on the types of recruits that we get and, and if Leipold and his staff can put these guys in the best position to succeed. UB did beat Temple this past year. But are they up to snuff with the Houstons and the UCFs and the USFs and the Cincinnati's? And that I'm not quite sure of. To beat Temple, we had to have an a very good game by a quarterback who was said to potentially be a mid to late round draft pick and a wide receiver who was said to potentially be a first round draft pick and suddenly didn't get drafted at all. I expect big things from Anthony Johnson in Tampa Bay. But we have to continually have players like that coming through and coming through and coming through. I think to be able to compete at the same level that we did last year. And I, I don't know if the football program is quite there, uh, there yet. I think it's quite clear, though, that the basketball program is already there. The basketball program has knocked off a couple of Power 5 teams already. Has gone into, went into Syracuse last year. I was at that game. It was a phenomenal time. There was probably 2,000 to 2,500 UB fans there. And they went into Syracuse and they beat Syracuse. A team who is known for their, their college sports. And they did a phenomenal job. And it was great to see all the, all the Buffalo fans there. Now, Again, are they ready for that level of competition? I'm not quite sure yet. We're going to have to see, especially, let's say, the basketball team. We're going to have to see how well Jim Weitzel recruited. Now, on paper, he recruited very well. But we're going to see if he can put it together on the court. This is going to be his second stint as a head coach in Division I basketball. And his first stint did not go well. He gets a second chance. And he has recruited very well, in my opinion, at least on paper so far. I can't wait to watch this team play again this year. I expect them to to hit 20 wins, maybe surpass 20 wins this year also. And maybe even have another run in the tournament. But another reason why I don't think that UB can make this move is logistics. A logistical standpoint. Now it's great to say, let's play against all these teams. Let's play against University of Southern Florida. Let's play against University of Central Florida. Let's play against Temple. Let's let's go to Cincinnati. Let's go to Houston. Let's go to Memphis. But all of those things cost money. And even with the money coming in, I'm not sure that the football program is up to snuff in being able to pay for all of the travel and expenses that are going to be there for not just them, but the other programs that are going to need to do the same amount of traveling when they play in their respective sports. Another reason that I touched on a little bit earlier in the podcast was their facilities. While they are renovating their facilities and they are starting to get up to a very respectable D1 level in terms of facilities, they're just not quite there yet. The University at Buffalo's weight room and things like that, they're just they're just not up to the same level 
as a lot of the teams in the American Athletic Conference. Now, the stadium itself, in my opinion, isn't up to some of the other stadiums. Have I been to the other stadiums? Honestly, no. I haven't been to some of the other stadiums. But you just look at things like seating capacity. Now, the average seating capacity in the AAC is 43,554. UB Stadium currently has a seating capacity of 25,013. That is something that would need to be addressed, I think, before the AAC would even consider Buffalo's football program into their circle. That is a number that is almost double what our seating capacity is right now. And as you know, it's about selling tickets and it's about uh, viewership and it's about things like that. It's about support. Now, again, their facilities. UB Stadium is awful. <laughs> Honestly, it's it's awful place to watch a game. It is it is it, you're so far away from the action. It is so tough to re, like you don't feel like you're involved. It almost feels like when you go to UB Stadium that you're kind of watching it on TV. And that's not always a bad thing, but it is a bad thing when you want to go to the game and you want to feel the game day experience. UB Stadium needs serious renovations if they want to join a bigger conference. Same thing with the basketball. Now, Alumni Arena holds a respectable 67,000 or 67,000, 6,700, I beg your pardon, 6,700 people, which again is a very respectable basketball arena. It gets loud in there, but there's a lot of unused space in Alumni Arena. And I think that if it is re-renovated, that they could probably add, stand to add maybe 1,000 to 1,500 seats in there. And if they did that, then I think that they would be on a pretty good level with the rest of the teams in a conference like the American Athletic Conference. Now, would they be on uh, par with some of the Power Five teams? No, of course not. But Sometimes it's not necessarily about seating capacity. It's more about atmosphere. And if you can get 8,000 people um, to be raucous and loud and, and, and cheer their heads off, then, you know, an extra 5,000 people, though it could potentially make a difference, isn't going to make a huge difference. But those are some of the reasons why I think that UB should give serious consideration to potentially joining the American Athletic Conference. And... I honestly would be in favor of them trying to do a proposal to join that conference. I am somebody who a few years ago decided myself and um, a friend of mine who actually has his own podcast. He hasn't done a podcast in a couple of weeks, but if you want to go over and check out some of the podcasts that he has done, it is Nickel City uh, Sportscast. He has good content over there. We made a concerted effort that if we wanted to have big-time college sports in Western New York, we needed to be part of the solution and not part of the problem. So we really started paying attention to college sports around here. We tell everyone we can about college sports. It was part of the reason why I wanted to do this podcast was to try to get out the word to, uh, to as many people as I can about 
the university at Buffalo and the and the programs that they have going on there. I think they're doing a fantastic job so far, and I think that it can only get better. And I really want big-time college sports in Western New York. I do. And I think this is our opportunity. And I think it would be foolish for Mark Olna to not at least give some serious consideration to potentially, or at least running the numbers to see if it was logistically feasible, to see if it would if it would work for the university to join the AAC. But that's all I got for this week's podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I want to say thank you guys again for listening. You guys have been great. This podcast is growing slowly but surely. If you like what you're hearing, tell your friends and your family. Let them know that they can hear me on any of the major podcasting websites, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and of course, right here on Anchor. They can also follow me on Twitter at SportsTalkBuffalo716. As always, thanks again, and you guys have a good week.